welcome or morning, depending mm. on when you're listening, or evening, mm-hmm. or evening. Sure. Welcome to another fantastic Not for Nothing. Oh yeah. With with hosts Chris and Chris. High Chris? class, high class show today we've got for you, oh, I folks. Thought you were, like, I thought you were talking like a teacher, like high class. High class. Today we're going to learn about. We're going to learn about Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to learn about speaking as awesome. No. Uh, Chris, how are you? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I sound some ten- some tented- tentativity in your voice. I'm guessing it's because you have some uh, some vacation woes. Is is that true? <laughs> Chris, you were so good about reading my voice. Yeah. Um, yeah, my flight apparently has been uh, what they're calling delayed for about 12 hours. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Is it where is the flight to, by the way? Uh, well, we're flying uh, to Barcelona for a couple nights, so we're well, supposed to leave tonight, but well, we're not leaving until le- tomorrow morning. One less night than you thought you were going to get. Basically, uh, that stinks. Yeah, yeah. Is there and there's nothing you could do about it? Is that weather related, Chris? Uh, well, they were saying the flight. So this is the stupid thing about this: is they're saying they're claiming that the flight is being delayed, leaving its its wherever it's leaving from. Oh, to get to you? To get to us in, in Jersey to fly out of Newark. However, our flight is until 11 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Where are they flying for? The moon? It doesn't say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, And then it, our flight won't be ready and available till 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. That's got to be crew issues then. It's got to be something. It's like yeah. they, yeah, somebody. What airline is this? So we never get them as a podcast. Unfortunately, sure. I hate to say this, but it's Norwegian Air. <laughs> <laughs> Norwegians fail again. <laughs> now th- they know, they I do don't know about how you how did you end up on Norwegian Air on a flight from Newark to Barcelona? Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but I think it was it was a fairly cheap flight and and direct. Um, but stuck in basically. Yeah, like I, right, and like the, this is apparently this is like the economy version of like Scandinavian airlines. Yeah. Um, yeah. So but apparently we're getting what we're paid for. Your, enjoy your week in Newark. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Plus the things you could do there. You can go to Hobby's Deli. Yeah. Tour the, the uh, Budweiser uh, you plant. Park. You could go to that, yeah, that, that dis- distillery or what distribution place, the plant that I see every time I go to the airport. It looks right. pretty fun. There's a nice yeah. Ikea right across the highway. Uh, you know, lots of lots to do. Lots of fun. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Also, nice. I don't feel bad at you at all because you are literally on vacation once a month. You're, you are the most <laughs> vacation person I have ever met in my life. Hey, you know, um, <clears throat> it's not such a bad thing to do. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, there's a reason people don't do it. It's because they have jobs, all right? Hey, my well, wife has a job. She, she, you know, she comes along. <laughs> she makes her like her friend. It doesn't so? Matter. She gets a full-time uh, job. She gets, you know, five weeks a, a year off. Five weeks a year? Yeah. God, that is... It's That's called negotiating, life. Christopher. Yeah, well, yeah. I have no one to negotiate. Well, it's I'm true, too. I'm basically on vacation right now. <laughs> uh, we should get into sports. Okay. But before we do, yes. I wanted to give a shout-out to the heroes that 50 years ago uh, this week landed on the moon <laughs> and took one small step for mankind or whatever. <laughs> to those those. American heroes that 50 years ago did what no man had done before and hasn't done since. So 
here's to you. This bud's for you. <laughs> Moonlanders, mm -hmm. you've done the impossible, and soon you will be dead so no one can recount your lives. <laughs> Chris, do you have anything you want to talk about on this anniversary of the lunar landing? Uh, no, no, I think we've talked that one to death over the years now. I think we Are you just... sure? <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even going to argue with you about the relevancy of real or not or something. I don't care. I'll let you have this day and this moment this for yourself to give this your own be. shout out. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think it's a perfect way to, to for for you and for us to honor the uh, quote unquote moon landing. Buzz Aldrin punched a guy one time. <laughs> that means he went to the moon. <laughs> He punched him. That, that's how you do it in America. If somebody disputes something, you punch him and then you won. You won. You went it's, to the moon. It's true. It's true. It's it's an old man punched a man. Yep. That's as much as I could see as proof. Uh, <laughs> so moving away from that. Okay, great. And, and, and everyone's favorite topic. Next, Van Morrison. No, just kidding. We won't, <laughs> we won't do it. We'll be doing that one. Um, uh, I can't so, wait till old Van Morrison punches you. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be all. Yeah. I just punched you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I I'm looking at the show topics for today that you sent me, mm -hmm. uh, and in no particular order, I want to go right to meth gators. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, our meth gators. Do tell, I must know. Our listeners must know what a meth gator is. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> so, apparently, there is a problem in down south, uh, in the southern states of America, uh, that people are flushing their meth and other drugs down the toilet and the drains. Like when the cops come or something? Well, it doesn't really. The story didn't specify, but they. Well, this. I think this one guy in particular. That's how the story started. Was, yeah, he was. They, he was caught trying to flush his drugs down the toilet. That, that's an episode of nine hundred two one zero. Actually, that's an episode of every show ever. Yeah. I think that's yeah. yeah. Um, so in response to this happening, the authorities, and I think this was in Tennessee, but apparently this is this is a problem all across the South in Alabama, Tennessee, and some other states. Uh, the big enough problem that the authorities put out a uh, statement or a press release or something saying and, and warning people not to flush their meth or other drugs down their toilets because it might. Because these gators are not falling asleep. Right, because it might just <laughs> cause meth gators. <laughs> okay, but so I see a plus and a, and a positive. I'm a, as the ultimate optimist that I am, you mm -hmm. know me, mm -hmm. I always look for the silver lining. Yes. And the silver lining here is gators without teeth. <laughs> Man, way, that's a good better, one. Are way better gators. They're right? way better gators. Yeah. Yeah. They'll yeah. be, like be like puppies <laughs> at that point. They'll be like having little puppies without teeth. Um, rawr, rawr. It would be so cute. They, would, love, they I mean, would just break your arm or leg, not just like... But not really. They're pretty lazy. Well, like, their, their they, bite is still forceful and impactful, so without the teeth, I think they can still do like some damage, but you're not getting eaten by a gator then. I would have a gator as a pet if it didn't have teeth. I mean, with this, it's, it's really interesting. Now, on the other hand, yeah. they would be unslept and definitely crankier <laughs> and probably... And probably, you know, they would definitely have, there would be some, some side effects that would be less good. Like, I don't want to own a gator that never sleeps. Right. 
or be like playing golf, you know, and one comes upon one or something. Yeah, they will be fast too. Yeah, right? And twitchy, like even twitchier. Yeah. I'm pretty efficient. I think they would get things done more. Right, right. Although they wouldn't have teeth, they would probably gnaw on you for a good 17, 18 hours. Like, yeah, right. You just... Exactly, exactly. <laughs> just just moving its mouth. So I don't know. And also, uh, isn't that something that Florida... Like that would immediately become the Florida State like animal. Well, well, I was – that was one of my questions for you is I thought this would probably be kind of a kind of a dope-ass, like, team mascot or name. Yeah, a, do- a single-A team. Right, like, yes. Like the, the Tallahassee Meth Gators. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, Amazing. or maybe like an XFL team or something, you know. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Although the, the problem, though, is that there's a little bit of a knockoff Florida Gator thing there, but I think they can – I think you can make it work. Yeah, you could definitely do that. Totally. But, and then, like, the, the chomp could be way faster. So it's sort of like, like a systematic chomp would be just be like, clap. It's just a clap. It goes for three hours straight. And then you just kind of forget, and then you're like, oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Yeah. yeah. Then, you, then you drink a fucking natty light, and you drive home. Right, right. On the what? wrong side of the road. Uh, let, me ask right, you, so let me ask you this, though. So that has not sports related, but we did tie it into sports. We tied so it into sports, but I got a couple other questions for you about that related cool to this, start. though. Uh, related to meth gators? Yes. I would never want to talk about anything else. Okay, good. Because I don't know if they, they missed a, a, a better opportunity here. Instead of calling it meth gators, should they have called it crocodiles? Oh, God. Did you really – did you come up with that? I, I didn't actually. But okay. – <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I saw that written somewhere else. But – um, my only problem with that though is you got to go meth gators because it actually sounds more like menacing and ferocious. Meth gators cool. Meth gators cool. cool, and and crocodiles don't exist in in the state, so you can't really use it. It's factually <laughs> and inaccurate. Country. And it also harkens back to so one time Kristen and I went hiking in Glacier National Park, and apparently the mountain goats in Glacier Park since I was a kid have become much more aggressive against hikers because there's just so many more hikers and there's so these goats these mountain goats uh are really aggressive and you don't like want to they'll, they'll charge you and my friend joe who's hiking with us was like watch out for the meth goats and so now reading meth gators and meth goats like i feel like montana could have a team a farm team that's like the meth the uh, meth goats yeah or it gets the meth gators and once a year they play against each other for meth supremacy. Right. They get all the meth they want. The meth cup. Yeah. <laughs> which, which someone steals every year. Right. They find, find it in a pawn shop. But, yeah, they just sell it for more meth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Stanley Cup people drink beer out of it. The meth, the meth cup people sell. It comes with a spoon and a lighter and a... <laughs> So like a, it's got like a parole officer's number engraved on the side. It's not even like – it's just like you, you just use that number. Just, all right. So my other final question though is because there is a movie that was just released called Crawl. And okay. it's, a, it's, about a, it's about a killer gators that are terrorizing a, a hurricane-ravaged town. This is a legitimate Hollywood movie that's in the theaters right now. So it's not Sharknado. It's not Sharknado. But how long until someone or the writers from Sharknado – come up with Meth Gators, the movie idea. Oh, Meth Gators is happening. Right? It's, a, it's, it's, it's yeah. It's, it's happening. Been, it's been written. Yeah. 
exactly. It was it was written 24 hours after that story broke. Yeah. Someone definitely. just was like, oh, I've got a meth zombie movie idea already, so I'm just going to change it <laughs> to gators. In fact, why can't the gators be dead and brought back to life? Why can't they be meth zombie gators? I think it would be even better. Right. Zombie, gator, zombie gators on meth? Zombie meth gators, yeah. I'd buy, I, I would definitely – mm. I would buy that. It actually sounds like a, like a band name too, zombie meth gators. Yeah. Yeah. The best kind of band. Yeah, right. <laughs> also from Florida. Right. Oh, for sure. Co-signed by Limp Bizkit. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of meth, we could go two different ways on this. We could talk about Dwight Gooden yep. or Ryan Leaf. You choose. Wow. Um, let's start. Let's start with Dwight Gooden. Unfortunately. Okay. Uh, okay. Apparently, he was arrested last month in New Jersey for possession of cocaine and driving under the influence. I bet you anything he was in Linden, New Jersey. I. I I, I have I have not seen the story. Oh man! I'm yeah. gonna look it. I'm gonna look it up quickly. Tell me the details of Dwight Gooden. Well, apparently he was caught um, on on the one of the freeways driving too slow on a freeway. On it, cocaine? Uh, they don't specify if he was actually on cocaine or not because I don't know if they tested him or something directly there. But they just cited him as under, being under the influence and then finding a couple bags of cocaine in the car. So he, but he was pulled over and stopped because of of his poor driving ability while high on a freeway in New Jersey. Um, this is not the first time he's been busted in New Jersey for cocaine. Well, he lives in he lives in New Jersey and stuff too. Wow. Oh, so, okay. um, you know, obviously he's uh, you know probably gonna have most of his problems around there if if and when he. It's too bad. It's I mean, too bad. It's sad. Like I'm not trying to make fun of this, handle, but still has a handle on him. Uh, also, like, how is he affording cocaine? It must not be very good cocaine. Maybe. Or he just has a dude who just was like, here, have some more cocaine. As, as much as I love New Jersey, I feel like – because Linden was where Lenny Dykstra was most recently arrested. Mm. Uh, also for drug possession. I think he was like trying to get a hooker though too. Of course. So Dwight and uh, – Dwight – what was Dwight Gooden's – the doc? Doc, doc yeah. Doc and Nails should have a reality show just called Doc and Nails where they just oh. have to live ne- with each other. It would be like – that would, would be Doctor Drew could live with them, mm-hmm. and it's just them always sneaking out, like trying to get more drugs. <laughs> Ryan Leaf, Ryan Leaf could be their therapist. Ryan Leaf could be their yeah, therapist. totally, yeah. And oh then my they just god, corrupt him. How is this show? Another amazing television show idea. Ryan Leaf is a drug counselor for Nails or Doc. Who else could he? Who else could he? Uh, who, who else is drug ravaged in the uh, in baseball? Someone else. There's I mean, yeah, I take your pick probably of who you could. Um, hey, easy. I don't want to play. Um, so it sounds like from the article I have, it says Holmdel Police. Okay, that's not. Funny. And it was on, it was uh, Monmouth County uh, on the on the Garden State uh, Parkway, I believe, or something like that. Yo, have you seen Dwight Gooden lately? Yeah, he's 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 a little rough. He's got a fucking what looks like a gigantic hernia in his stomach. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I, this is crazy. The Chris, That's too bad. The best thing about this, I, not necessarily the best thing about this, but how you even brought up Lenny Dykstra, which is really interesting, and and um, I don't know the word for it, but he texted or tweeted, I'm sorry, about the story about Dwight Gooding getting arrested and stuff. Yeah. He tweeted it and he just all he wrote was shit. Really? Hashtag prayers for Doc. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So, you know, when Dykstra is concerned about you, that's probably not a good sign. And it's yeah, it's probably a yeah, sad. Because it's a been there, done that yeah, situation. Yeah. It's like, fuck, I know this is no fun. Yeah, right. Yo, uh, so I just saw Dwight Gooden uh, spotted for the first time since cocaine possession. Hmm. Uh, New York Post only could handle this as good as me. Uh, the first line was, he's not looking amazing. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. I know. Good Doc. old New York news. Doc. Okay. So let's go right. Let's so just I just, I hope Doc, I mean, the dude, I don't know, whatever. I, there's not much to say about it, but. I've you know. given up on caring about Joy Goodman. Yeah, uh, right. Just I, another like, sad story. He, in the, he got, yeah. Drugs suck. Right. Uh, what about Ryan Lee? What's he doing that's great? Okay, so <laughs> your boy mine. Uh, he was uh, just hired by ESPN, and he is going to call uh, f- college football games for them. He will be the uh, the commentator. For wait, for who? For ESPN. Fuck that. Ugh. This is. I know you fucking think Ryan Leaf deserves redemption, but. I don't think I, he deserves I, it. I'm 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 happy that he seems to have a, a, a he seems to be in a good place in his life and he and he's continued to build on each step, you know, in his recovery and his progress in, in life and all that kind of stuff. My, my my problem with Ryan Leaf isn't his drug addiction. It's the fact that he's always been an asshole. Yep. Since high school. I agree. Like he was an asshole in high school. Bear in yep. mind, for listeners that don't know, he Grew up in Montana, played high school football against my class. Right. Now, not I didn't play against him because I didn't play high school football. Right. But he was always a prick. Yep. And and he renounced Great Falls, Montana, as his hometown, and said that he was actually from Pullman at a certain point in life, which is ridiculous. Uh, uh, but he was also a prick in in at Washington State when I was yeah. there at the same time as he was. But you're more forgiving of. Dear Ryan Lee. Uh, I mean, listen, he's had some hard times. He's had some problems. And and it seems like he's he has sort of I only I can only hope that he has sort of turned his life around and for the better here. And he doesn't, you know, fall off again and whatnot. And and he has a family and a kid now and all these things. And and I'm just I'm hoping he he continues progressing in a positive way. But the twist you're not seeing coming on this story for me is that I have listened to him a lot. In, on interviews and, and shows and stuff over the last couple of years as he's sort of remade his name and, and, and his um, and his and his ability to do all these kinds of things. I'm not so sure he'll be good at this job. I, I don't think he's very good. He's, he's a mush mouth. Yeah, he's, he's not a good talker and speaker, and, yeah. and he's not to be able to get, like, kind of say what he needs to say in a timely manner and get his point across most of the time. And sort of at, during the course of a game and stuff, he's not... He's he's this isn't this isn't him. I think he'd be better off as a a rehab doctor on a reality show. In yeah. Fact, I, yeah. I finally I came up with the name for it Ooh. while you were talking. Okay. It'd be called Turning Over a New Leaf. <laughs> really? That's all you came yeah. up with? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> or just a new leaf or turning a leaf. You don't, no, you don't like it? No. Yeah, turning a leaf or something like that, I guess, is like... Um... Or Ryan's leaf. <laughs> <laughs> Next up on Ryan's leaf. Yeah, seriously. Dwight and Doc. This is like a soap leaf. opera or something now? It's like... Yeah, I've decided it's a soap opera. Okay. I've changed it. All right. It's a, it's a loosely... It's a, it's a scripted reality show. 
It's a scripted reality show called Ryan's Leap. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to watch it? Yeah. I'll totally watch okay. it. I'll watch like the first couple episodes and then... Well, he's got too much fucking play on this goddamn show. Let's get off of it. All right. Okay, okay fine. Uh, so, I don't really know how to transition into any of your other things that you wrote to me. Um, you've got the NFL 18 game schedule, which seems interesting. We've also, I think, are going to talk a little bit about uh, the women's uh, World Cup team getting paid. And probably another thing about robot ups. But before we get into that, Chris, okay, sure. I, wanted, I wanted to talk quickly about Pittsburgh sports radio and most most specifically what, uh, what else would you want to talk about these days well it's <laughs> I I I teased it last week and I wanted to follow up because something even better than what I wanted to talk about last week happened Ooh. and that so last week during the all-star break on the I believe it was like the I think it was the the morning show was called Colin Dunlap and Chris Mack. I think that's who it was. The, first of all, the, this is all, I'm all, only talking about the fan. I'm not talking about ESPN Sports Radio. I'm talking about the, I believe, believe it's the CBS, uh, I think it's the CBS channel um, here. It's the fan 93.2 FM uh, or 93.7. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, they, Are you on they, meth right now? That, no. Listen, stop. Stop. Yes. Hold on. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Wait. I need to do a little more math. Yeah. My teeth are falling out. No. Okay. So anyway, they were uh, they were basically talking about something we've talked about, uh, which is how the, the best players in Major League Baseball are not in the Hall of Fame, and that it's a shame that like, you know, I guess Barry Bonds, of course, because they're Pittsburgh guys. We're t- they were talking about him. But also some of the other of, of the other big players, Roger Clemens, etc. These players that had a huge impact on baseball and how their take, which I thought was an interesting one, a they were like Bud Selig should be account- be held accountable for this, which I've never heard any radio show host talk about. Like they were throwing Bud Selig out there, but they were also saying that the writers, as journalists, should recognize like these players doing steroids gave them copy. Like when there was nothing to write about in baseball, like the home run shit, all of and all of like the excitement that steroids brought to the game, but not just that, the post steroids decline and how much copy that gave the writers, and for them to like not vote these players into the Hall of Fame, is is hypocritical on an, on so many levels. Are you are you there, Chris? Are you okay? Yeah. Sorry. Sure. What yep. happened? I don't know. Had a little glitch there for a second. <laughs> so wow, that I feel so great. I just ran, rambled on for no reason, like incessantly on a great topic, only so you could go like wipe your dog's butt. <laughs> that was maybe no. my favorite part of the show. So moving right along, I will skip right to the next thing because you clearly that did not hold your interest, which means it will not hold our listeners' interest either. No, uh, I, I agree I will, with it. I, I agree know, with it's holding. Too late. It's okay. too late. Right, it's too late. It's too late. You've ruined it. I'm moving on. The next part, which is even better. Mm-hmm. There is a overnight host here named Amy Lawrence. I believe she played basketball in college, maybe in the WNBA. She's a, she's a, what she says, cut her teeth on the NBA in the 80s and 90s host. She really touts herself as a knowledgeable 
sports radio host. Okay. The other day, she was talking about Rex Chapman, and but was using the example of Rex Chapman. Apparently, has this segment he does on YouTube or something that's like charge or blocker charge, like, blocker charge, right? Yep. And then she was talking about his Twitter account. Okay. And then she was going off, and I wish I had a soundbite for you, but I don't. Yeah. Um, you're welcome to find one and Low put budget. it in right, right here. Go ahead. All right. Right here, Chris. Yep. Great. So you just heard that, uh, <laughs> that soundbite. Uh, she has no idea who Rex Chapman is. She thinks he's just a Twitter nerd. Oh. And she has two assistants on the show who are like, they're like, can you? She's like, can you find out who Rex Chapman is? Is and they're like, well, he's a bald guy and he looks pretty old and dumb. And they're wow. like, they can't, they, they not th- a, a professional fucking sports announcer and her two assistants think that this guy's just a Twitter nerd. Whoa. Yeah. Well, you didn't think they would just, I mean, you could just do a quick little search as you're talking about it. And, and they're like, if any of our listeners, they do, they Google him, they can't find anything. They're just, that's incredible. They're so that's, caught up in thinking that. This is the world we live in, where Rex Chapman, to a fucking radio talk show host, is a Twitter like meme guy. Like they had no idea. So finally, another guy, another radio host from a different show, just storms in, and is like, "You've honestly never heard of Rex Chapman?" Like they were, they actually called <laughs> Lexington, Kentucky, Rexington when he was there. Like he he scored fifteen thousand points in the NBA. He was on eight teams. He's like, they're like, he's also one of the most famous white dunkers of all time. And the woman's like, just afraid. To, like, she's just like, well, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I must have missed him. And he's like, how? How did you miss him? If you cut your teeth on the NBA, how did you miss him? Like, he's just not letting her go. And it was amazing radio. It was amazing. I was so grateful I lived in Pittsburgh because I was losing my mind. I was like, this person doesn't know who Rex Chapman is. And then finally someone came in. And she just doubled down. And he was like, you have assistants. Yeah. How did you not find this? Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. That's incredible. I, I can't even I, – he never even won the dunk contest, though, did he? he but he, he – I know. But, like, I, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm just – like, you, you would – how could you not know – I mean, there's so many different things about him that, that you, should, you should know and be right. 48-inch vertical. <laughs> Yeah, right. Everyone, everyone knows Rex Chapman had a forty-eight inch vertical. Yeah. That's like that was the first thing anyone learned about Rex Chapman if That's, they didn't watch college basketball. He's basically he the reason, like all every single white person who played basketball and was able to dunk, like wanted to be able to or wanted to be exactly. able to dump, dump. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I and dump. <laughs> And dump. We and all dump. want to dump. Right. Well, I mean, but yeah. Constipation is no. That was before Rex Chapman, though. I think. Yeah. Um. Uh, that's that. <laughs> I'm just that just it's just sad that someone can't do even a little bit of legwork then like it, like you're saying they're in a professional like you know if it's you and me and we're talking and we're talking about someone that we don't you know we're like and we make a mistake and say fine it's a mistake you know I, I could, it's a mistake you chalk up to a mistake or whatever I don't know I don't know every like baseball player from the 80s like if you right. were like if you were, like talked about like or any era really right so so if there was like a famous b- basketball player or baseball player that I, I, I could definitely miss but totally that being said I have never promised that I'm a big MLB guy right and I don't have two assistants that could look it up and be like, oh, That's actually, the- <laughs> Kevin Mitchell was a player on the fucking Mets. You know, like I- <laughs> yeah, I do. 
He was traded to the Mariners and sucked. My <laughs> point being. But at the very I, least, I, at the very least, you need to fire your assistants then because you, you, your assistants are terrible, terrible p- people who, who aren't good at their job. It also just speaks to the time in which we live. I just feel like if you are a if your profession is totally profession is sports and you're so caught up in the Twitter verse that you don't know who the people tweeting are actual ex athletes that then, then you need to pull your head out of your ass. That's just, that's how it feels to me. I just don't feel like it should be a pass. It's just, it's not something that should get a pass. Like they should, they should fucking have to deal with that. <laughs> Rex fucking Chapman, man, 40 inch, 48 inch vertical. His his okay. So I just I just go or I just um, I just on Twitter I just you know put typed his name in and it comes up and he has his own profile Twitter profile or whatever page. Literally, his picture on the top of his Twitter profile is him getting drafted by the Charlotte Hornets. He's like on the phone wearing a hat with the Charlotte Hornets logo next sign logo next to him. I am I'm emailing you the link. Uh, write this very second because it's great radio. Uh, you can listen to this woman like – and person, woman – woman has nothing to do with it. If it was a guy, I'd shit on him just as much. I just – I should I should just say a a radio host. I sent it to you. You can listen to her like fumble all over herself and it's – there's a reason she's doing the overnight. Uh, it's because she's terrible at her job. Yeah, this – that's um... – it's disappointing. It's yeah, it's too it's just la- it's just laziness. It's laziness. And it's and laziness. literally, I mean, you and, and I should have those jobs as her assistants then because we do a hell of a lot better job for her and uh, thank, you. Yeah. thank you, Chris. Yeah. And also and also uh, we're not on Twitter. Well, you are a little bit, but I'm I am. not. I'm not so caught up in Twitter that I wouldn't be able to like see past the uh, the the fame that he's or the recognition he has as a Twitter star, which I'm guessing is what these guys were doing. They were just like looking on Twitter for more information about this Twitter guy, which is fine. But that's what I'm saying. Like, even you go to his Twitter page and you see this, like you, do you see he has some relevancy and connection to the basketball and the NBA then? And the first thing they say, like the, that the, the, the interns or assistants say that comes out of their mouth is like, wow, he's bald and he has glasses. So they're like already like, <laughs> like going, going after his looks. It's like Rex had a dope fucking, haircut back in the day yeah it was like a high and tight it was nice yeah so anyway i, I will say that his his whole blocker charge shtick thing that he's got going on twitter and everything is kind of a it's kind of a cool thing and it, if really? you yeah look it up you can you can it'll probably come up if you just even google it i know um, he did bagel boss i they, i think they yeah i think he did bagel boss he does all kinds of things where like people like like fall or get um not hurt but they you know they kind of collide with something or another person or whatever and it's just he basically he all he does is he just writes block or charge and it's kind of like fun people like write back and express their opinions and stuff and it's just it's kind of a cool thing to engage with your with people and and fans or whatever you want to do and stuff so i appreciate that what he did with that thing and how it's gained popularity in every level of whatever i will follow that because i have always dug rex chapman yep uh I was just astonished. I was like losing my mind when I was listening to it. So, yeah, uh, it's yeah, crazy. Pittsburgh, That's crazy. Pittsburgh Sports Radio. Wow. Yeah. Uh, sometimes good, sometimes the truth. Isn't it, I mean, Pittsburgh's not that far from like Kentucky and stuff, too, right? So, it, no, 
No, like it's, it doesn't make any fucking It's not sense. even like regional where it's not like Montana or New Mexico or somewhere where they might. I was in Montana when I saw Rex Chapman, and I'm not a fucking professional radio host. Exactly. Like, none of it makes sense. Right. It's crazy. All right. It's like there should be a fucking entrance exam, I've decided, in order to be a radio host. Oh, 100%. Should, right? Yeah. You should have to get like at least the 80%. Yeah, totally. On, on the 80s and 90s yeah. basketball only. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, put me on a show about uh, hockey and I'd be fucked. I'd be able to talk about EA Sports. Yeah, but then you're not going to be like you're not going to talk about, or you're going to if if you see this guy. Uh, anyway, it's not even worth like exactly, mentioning. Exactly. Okay. So. Christ Almighty uh, on a Speaking of speaking of other people doing dumb things, <laughs> you want to talk about the uh, NFL 18 game schedule? Yeah, I guess I do now. Because because I have a I I know you don't want to talk about fantasy football, but I do want this to lead into a fantasy football uh, proposition I have for you. Okay. Um, Fair enough. But. First of all, the 18 game schedule. I've talked enough. Let me let me know your thoughts. Okay, so the NFL is reportedly pitching or putting forth this idea of of an 18 game schedule for the next round or whatever they do their the CBA negotiations and all that kind of stuff. And the idea though is that players will only have to play 16 of the 18 regular season games. Okay. So so basically, they're going to take and they're going to remove two preseason games, then, right? So they only play two preseason games. So it's but still the same number of games, right? I've heard, I've heard this theory, right? So the problem though is like, I don't, I don't understand. This is dumb. First of all, this is really dumb, and it's it's basically people are just. It feels like the owners are just trying to pull a fast one on on the players and like the fans. One hundred percent, the players, because how many fucking starters play in those preseason games? No, they play like one, but they one, barely, like one or two, and and maybe they'll play a quarter or a half or something. So it's if not really that, right. So the, so they're adding two games to their like concussion protocol, but but then they don't have to games. play in those games. So then it's basically it's just a preseason game. So it's, it's exactly like the same thing as a preseason game. So then they're just you just have to pay more for those tickets and not to watch the the star players play on the game, and you're and you're watching the backups and the reserves. Yeah. It's, and, and yet, this is definitely a fast one. Yeah, and then yet you're still trying to compete for for playoffs, and and where each game actually does matter because the season's so short that you you're gonna just like potentially throw a game or two because you you you're just gonna play reserves and stuff. That doesn't make any sense either. Like the coaches aren't gonna want to throw those games, the players aren't gonna want to throw those games, and then they're both gonna go, hey, you know what we need? We need our starters and our star players playing yes. in these games. Yes. One hundred percent. That's it's just it's an it, end around by the owners just to get the players to play more games and probably without having to pay them more. End around is exactly right. Pay them more is exactly right. Also, yeah, it's it's like it's kind of like it reminds me of like the, the uh, like what what I want to say two a days, but it's not two a days. It's like the it's like the 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 training camp that is that you don't have to go to what's that called oh like yeah the, the OTAs and the um the OT, yeah yeah and it's like it's like yeah if you want a fucking job in the NFL and you're not like under contract or a superstar you definitely go into that shit it's not it, you don't really get a choice you know like it, it that's how right it at some point it's it's not going to be a choice and they're going to be you know and, and the players are going to be like hey you know what we're playing for something here i want to play this game to make sure we win this game like why you're don't they just, just add why don't they just add like two more playoff games why don't they just make the playoff that see like, now that i i was thinking the same thing right add a couple more teams to the playoffs um give yeah, you know just make a week of like a week of wild card yeah and that way that way there's it's not so easy to make it to the super bowl a la the patriots if you just 
have a shit division and so you always get a bye. Right. Or or get rid of the bye week. Or get rid of the bye week. Games. Yeah, right? Yeah, I I think this is I you know what this feels like to me? This is such a this is such a Jerry Jones idea, right? And he's like such that that crooked snake oil salesman kind of dude where he's just Jerry like, "Hey, Jones you know what we're going to need?" They're the same person. They're just the same person. Yeah. And it, one guy's got like Here's what we're going to do. We're going to sell them on this idea. Now, yeah. see. But yeah. then what really is going to happen, we're going to get them this way. I mean, the fans speak, right? Like right? The fans, it's, it's the fans speak. And they're the ones that, that say, like, we want more football. Of course like, they do. Everyone wants more football. But it's got to be legit football then. Like, Or if you're going to do this, just have everyone play 18 games and you're going to have to get the players a lot more money then, you know, to, like, outweigh the, you know, quote, unquote, you know, safety concerns of of. But do you? But do you have to pay more? I mean, that's the thing. Is like, I feel like this league is becoming so short. Like, running backs last four years. Like, I feel like the longevity of players has gotten much, much shorter. Also, well, it's a, it's a, unless you're a quarterback or a kicker, but kickers don't get paid anything. <laughs> Robbie Gold, Robbie Gold, I think is what is the second highest kicker. He just did a two-year deal for ten million dollars. That's good money. It's not even guaranteed. That's that's peanuts. That's well peanuts. for a kicker. That's good money. Exactly, but why is that good money? Like that's what I just think. There's a but like this leads into a, like a whole bunch of other conversations about. If we're going to talk about like payment. I feel like this is just horseshit. Like I feel like NFL players don't get paid a fraction of what they put themselves out. Oh, there. of course, no, no, I agree with you on that. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying though. Like if the for the players, but you're going to have to give the players something for the players to agree to play more games. I hope so, but I have no idea how good the layer the players union is. I also the dangerous thing to me in all of this. And this, and I'll use baseball as an example. Is once you go to eighteen, you can't go back. Right. Like you can't. Yeah. Like once these players, once these owners are used to making this much money, yep. you will never. Yeah. So we have one hundred and sixty-two fucking boring baseball games every year. Yep. We've added a play-in game. Like there's all of the like. It's, you can never go back. Like look at look at like it's the NBA. The, it's why the NBA can never like get rid of games unless they exactly. somehow add more games somewhere else. And like that's basically look, the, look at how stupid the NCAA is now. They're like they're it's it's used to be sixty four teams and they try to keep saying there's sixty four right, teams, right. but really it's not. It's seventy. You know, like they it really just call it what it is. Yeah, because like, it's a play-in play-in game. Games it's not are a, yeah. still are still the fucking tournament. <laughs> I know. Like, oh, sixty four teams will make it. It's like fucking. It's you're just lying. Right. You're just lying. So stop. And they'll never go back. They'll right. Never go back. So just call it what it is. We'll call it what know? it is, and then and then somehow the player. So if actually if the players were smart, I think is is they could easily solve this and go. Listen, we'll play as many games as you want. You just guarantee all of our contracts. Right. And then that we're happy to play however what you want because I'm getting my money now, all of my money now. At that point in time, we'll see. You know, see if they can do that and see what the. You know, of course, I'm sure the owners and the league will resist or something. But that I think that solves everything. Like stop trying to make this sound something it's not and just negotiate and honestly and openly, even with the public and stuff and just call it what it is. If you're trying to make more money, everyone needs to make more money. Fine. Let's do it. Wow. Chris, I think we've tackled something. Man. It's only going to infuriate us because I don't think we'll ever get what we want. No, I never. I, I think this is a losing cause. This feels like it just feels so it's to me. It's so frustrating that we have to like, have this conversation and we'll, it'll never it'll the player the owners will always get what they want. Roger Goodell, one of the highest paid people in the world, mm. doing a job that he's 
for a fucking not for profit organization. <laughs> it's like it's just it's just I think how it's always gonna be. It is. And then there's always gonna be a push and pull and give and take and all these kinds of things and, and, and something else will come up or, or you know, they'll they'll try to take advantage of loopholes and whatever else you want to call it. So I yeah, I mean but so whatever. It, you know, if they want to play more games, fine, play more games, but just um don't try to mask this with like stupid ideas and like well, that's the only way they could do it without the press talking about how dangerous it is. They've got a dangerous game on their hands that is potentially could make more money because and because people are obsessed with greed and obsessed with making as much money and squeezing as much juice as they can out of the fruit. They're gonna fucking make it. They, I'm surprised they haven't made it a fucking year round game. <laughs> also, how fucking like how stupid is the NFL's like trying to be like? year-round thing like the draft is dumb the fucking like they're like trying to get us to be into like training camps and and but and, people love that kind of stuff though man like, they don't they it's do dumb. the public loves that stuff so eat it up man boring. they buy tickets to go to the off-season training camps to go they're watch idiots. the players practice and stuff morons. man they're morons they are it's morons just, but that's just i mean let's that's the reality of it they're paying for this though like if the nfl was smart like you I, I agree with everything you just said but just like they don't have to People want this. Like, they don't have to try to sell them on something different. If they just want, hey, yeah, we're playing more games, and we're going to make more money, and and you're going to pay more money, and the players will get paid a little bit more. Everyone's going to be cool with that. There's not going to be – this isn't like something that they don't have to sort of, you know, like once again, use the term end around here on, like, trying to fool everybody into, into thinking this one way or another. Like, everybody in this country who loves football will be happy to pay and watch more football. But will they be happy to pay – Women soccer players. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to, Chris. Because well, the deodorant brand Secret is paying the women money. To but they're not. They're paying them a, a tax. So I, in Bill Simmons' defense, he was like, Nike should just pay them. Yeah. Like Nike's got okay. the money. I agree. Nike, sh- Nike should have just right off the bat been like, we'll pay them. Yeah. And that would have been that. And I think Secret caught – like their PR machine was like, oh, we could do this, but we – actually can't afford it so we're gonna give them like what it was five hundred ninety two thousand dollars total yes not per player no so they so each player gets twenty three thousand dollars that's horseshit it is but at least somebody's doing Fuck something Dr. gamble you could do better than that at least someone's doing something everyone else should have d- jumped in yes that nike should have exactly. been like Nike should have just been like, we're all in. We will pay the players. Nike is such a it. huge proponent of women athletics and women in general with all their marketing and all that stuff. And like, how women, are they not doing this? Women's soccer is make women's soccer is uh, jersey sales are doing better than men's soccer jersey yep, sales. Exactly. So like it's just to me it's like the easy it's the easy answer. Don't give Colin Kaepernick twenty million dollars to fucking flip flop. <laughs> like just give the women's team actual money. And yeah. then get all the fucking glorious PR from it. Yeah. I, yeah, think of all the marketing and brand opportunities here for all these companies. Like, they, oh, it'd, be, it'd be crazy. How are, how are they not have at least 10 other companies have already done this in, in, in total, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars for each player? Like, it's... It should, it's I, I, I saw that $50,000 whatever mark, which it, and I was just like, this is total bullshit. Like, what does what $23,000 get these players? Like... Nothing, but it gets them a lot more money in their pocket, which which I think is just is sort so of the spending money is so the they point. They yeah. go to the mall. Well, they're they're so vastly underpaid in in their professional aspects that you know a lot of these I think you know it's like it's sort of like WNBA like women who have to go play other other places and constantly and other have other jobs and do other things, 
And so it's like it just gives them I, I just like the fact that that they can't make money on their own within their own sport. So someone else is potentially stepping up and kind of helping to further this cause, I think, which maybe I can only hope and, 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 you know, feel like this is going to keep progressing, you know, even if it's little by little down the road over the years. Do you know, so that, so just since I'm on a, I'm on a jocking Bill Simmons, uh, tear right now, okay. uh, the, the other suggestion he had, which I think is a good one is make the women's world cup every two years. Like there's no reason it needs to be every four years. Like why? Yeah. Like, why? why? Yeah. Why does it? Because the men's is fuck that. It's boring. It's stupid. Right. Like and the men's why not keep why not keep the momentum of women's soccer one of the fastest growing yeah. sports, especially in the United yeah. States. Yeah. If they're not getting paid, yeah. if you're gonna underpay them, why don't you do it every fucking two years? Like look at teams. Like right now we have there are some really great young soccer players that we have to wait four years to see. Yeah. Like and I'm not just talking about American players. The Dutch have some. Yeah. Sweden's got a great young team. Like it's Japan is like they're on the way. Like Japan's great mm-hmm. players yep. are not gonna be great in four years. Like they will still be great in two years. Like why why are we why does why does it have to because the men's are fuck them. Yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, that's a good point. Because, and even with even tying into that, then is like because the women don't play in as big of professional uh, leagues and 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 popular leagues, which are probably harder to work in. It'll also help women's major league soccer. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah, It'll help the exposure of those teams. Exactly. They're they're playing. Yeah. 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 It'll also help people know the international players that are on their major league soccer teams better. If they get to see them on a global scale and get to see them play with like their home countries, like it just, I, I feel like soccer, especially for the American audience, the American audience, the things they don't like about soccer is the fucking, is the the scoring, which there's more of in women's soccer, and the flopping, which there's less of in women's yeah, soccer. Exactly. So I feel like why can't women's soccer be the biggest version of football that there is in the United States? I mean, you've already seen like Major League Soccer has grown to 32 teams. That's mm-hmm. crazy That's for crazy. men. Yep. That's yep. crazy. No one would have ever predicted that. No. And that has a lot to do with like the Northwest being into it. But I think it also has to do with youth soccer. Yeah. And and when girls play youth soccer more than guys. Like it's it's a huge it's a it's culty in how much women's youth soccer is big. So I feel like Simmons really nailed it with that point, and I'm all for it. I don't know. I'm sure because it's all FIFA and that is one of the most crooked fucking organizations well, ever. It'll never happen. But, but you know, yeah. why not that, why not do like, and a, it's all basically men who are in charge of the whole thing and everything, you know? So it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not, yeah, exactly. So, so anyway, okay. that's my diatribe on that. I just, Good for I you. Was, yeah, that's like diatribe. <laughs> that's another word I'm going to try to start using. <laughs> diatribe. Do you have one of those like dictionary calendars or something with yeah, a word yeah, of the yeah. day? Diatribe is, diatribe is I love, yeah, it was today. Nice. It was, it was actually last month, but I, I'm behind. Right. <laughs> so I, I, I pulled a bunch of them out. I'm trying to, I'm cramming, cramming for July. <laughs> Good for you. Way to improve yourself, Chris. I should have just stayed with the Gary Larson calendar. I knew it. (laughs) I knew it. If I would have just had those hilarious, like, you know, like. Non sequiturs or whatever. Yeah. Non sequiturs. Yeah. Uh, Dinosaurs with cat cat eyeglasses. Like, those are way easier to learn. I chuckle at than a day of the week. Yeah. But I'm in in for 2019. I'm going to keep learning these words like diatribe and non sequiturs. 
and uh, and and you know, we'll go back to the far side for 2020. I, I, there you I go. sure hope I sure hope someone gets me one of those. Yeah, cops. Dudesbury, here we come. Well, does Dudesbury do a, a desktop? Cover? I don't know. Probably isn't that I don't isn't that uh, is that, oh, is that Gary Larson or Gary Trudeau? Or Gary something? Larson, Gary Trudeau is Dudesbury. It's a political satire. Right. Uh, That's right. <laughs> Gary Larson is is uh, the far side. Right. Which which is usually like cats. Or like old ladies, like they're, they're doing funny things, like cat food. There's a there's a dog trying to catch a cat with poorly thin signs. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so we're running out of fun things to talk about. But I do know that there is a note here to talk about uh, two updates. Jesus Christ! Did you really write that? Two updates. God. Dude, you're not even a dad. You're not even a dad. Updates. Give me some. Give me two updates. I thought you appreciate a good dad joke. Jesus Christ. All right. So, Chris, last week, and I think we'll finish the show with this, but last week we talked about the the Atlantic League uh, using the robot umps, right? We're all in. We're all for it. Right. Now, and so I think they started. So I think that what I learned now, too, is that they started with the all-star game but now it's continuing into the in, back into the regular le- the season so okay. it just i think that was just their jumping off point i guess was was the all-star game or something so uh now as it's going into the regular season we have our first robot um controversy chris oh let's hear it a manager has already been thrown out of a game by a robot by the call of a oh. robot made <laughs> Chris, do you remember Frank Viola? Of course. Yeah. So Sweet chin music. He, so he's apparently, he's a manager of one of these Atlantic League teams. No. Yes. Yeah, a mustache still? I think so. It's the, the video is like really grainy and really terrible, and it doesn't really get close up to him. But he Frank, doesn't. Frank Viola, the Minnesota Twins World Series pitcher. Winning, yeah, for those right. And he, what's weird I'm though, not even a baseball fan, and I know that guy. There you go. So fuck you, Rex See? Chapman. Okay. <laughs> So apparently he didn't like it was I think it was a ball four called or something like that. He didn't like the call, so he starts arguing with the live ump. Yes. About a call that the robot ump made. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and then the live ump tossed him from the game. And then of Not course the Viola came out and like charged the ump and like made a big brouhaha and was like pointing his fingers and throwing his weight around and the whole typical manager type thing he does. That's just that's a just Frank Viola trying to get in the fucking headlines. Yeah, uh, it seemed like it. But that, uh, however, yes. he later after the game he posted a, a message on social media claiming he didn't know if the call, the bad call, came from the electronic ump. Or the live ump. Oh. So, which I think brings up a really interesting question and a legitimate problem that we might have with this whole system is that some umps might not want to defer to a machine calling bolts and strikes. Yeah, they don't want to have those. They don't want to have the guys in the, the robots. The umps don't want robots because the umps want to have jobs. So, they're, of course, they're not going to do that, defer to that. This is like the problem is like they should just be fucking robots. And then and and also like isn't this perfect? But like, if it was just a robot, no one would argue, which would take out one of the lamest parts of baseball, which yep. is arguing balls mm-hmm. and strikes. Mm-hmm. Like some fucking 
some manager who's wearing a baseball uniform for no reason runs out and gets all face to face with a gross fat ump about a fucking baseball, about a baseball, about a strike, about a baseball. I'm wearing a baseball uniform and I'm going to yell at this guy about baseball. I'm grown up. I'm going to take what? the half off my head and throw it in the ground dirt. I'm turning my backwards. Oh, you didn't say that. I'm going to kick dirt on your feet. Give me a fucking break. So stupid. It's, it's so, so stupid. stupid. And the robot should fix this. But we're not. We're too We're too caught up in our goddamn ways to like see the future and be like, this game could be so much better with a fucking goddamn robot. Um, this only makes me I, – I feel like, A, Frank Viola is trying to get his, his name in the paper, which – if he knew he's still behind his uh, fellow New York Mets pitcher in getting headlines, uh, little does he know all you need to do is get caught with cocaine on a freeway in mm-hmm. New Jersey mm-hmm. uh, to get in a headline. But but also like, what's the fucking point? Is a it's the Atlantic League, right? <laughs> it's a ball and strike call, right? And C like a fucking just let the robot do its job. The robot's right. That's the thing. The robot's right. But what if the robot was right, but the ump made a a different call because he thought he knew better? How would we not? Why can't we know that? Why can't it? Why is the umpire there? Why is there an umpire? I don't know. It's a good question. I think we probably, I don't know if they release like some sort of chart of of the calls made by the umpire or something. It's make it good. The robot. The human element out of it. It should just look like a video game. I couldn't agree more with you, Chris. All right. Well, you know what? We we have been taking some shit recently uh, from one of our listeners about agreeing too much. Uh-oh. Uh, but do you have a second ump date? Well, for me? <laughs> it's, it's not really an ump date. But the Atlantic League has also implemented an, another new rule. Yes. And it is that the batter can steal first base. I've seen that. On any pass ball. They're doing that in Little League, too. Oh, are they? Yeah, it's a new Little League rule, okay. and it's awesome. So normally but, in Major League Baseball or, or traditional baseball senses, like a player can only take first base after a third call strike dropped ball. Sure. Yeah. It can be. It doesn't have to be called. It could be – you can swing and miss. Right, or whatever. Yeah, sorry. It's a, it's a, th- it's a strike th- – it's a third strike. Right. So, but a pass ball, you could make the decision, too. Right. Well, now – Right, right, so if it's a pass ball, yeah. like as long as it's a it's a it's a strike three though. If it's just a ball that gets away from them, it's like can't. But well, well, what can't. you're saying is the new rule is any ball. any ball that gets away from the catcher is it, is it, open it, play, it, and the runner it can run to first base. And that's a great rule. And it's apparently, a, parents are all butthurt about it because they're like, that shouldn't count as a hit, and I, we shouldn't be teaching our kids how to like just steal things and not do the hard work for that. <laughs> it's like I've heard this argument. Oh my god. Yeah, it's fucking dumb, dude. It just it just adds on to the to the level of stupidity of baseball. Speaking of bad parents, did you see the fucking crazy fight that broke out a couple weeks ago in a little league game? Oh, I did. A, that is a disgusting. Fourteen year old fucking poor kid is out there calling ball strikes. I've been that ump. I know. We've talked. And about I've that. thrown people out of games, and they fucking have not gone out of the games, and it's terrifying. But it was never like a brouhaha, as you would say. Yeah, and that guy came and like sucker punched the dude a couple times. Yeah. Like I was like, dude, this, yeah. this is insane. So the same parents that are like, don't teach our kids the rules of the game wrong, will go on the field <laughs> yeah. and fucking punch each other right. in the back of the head. Oh, principal. 
You see that lady? Yeah. You see that lady? She got into it. Do she like a flying punch? It was Ooh, pretty cool. Man, actually. that was crazy. That it was, was like that. It was like that three second knockout in a uh, in a uh, what's it called UCF? Did you see that three was second? Was that the knockout? flying knee one or whatever? Yeah, dude. Dude, that it was. One. So- I was trying to call to end my ESPN subscription that I have. I have like an ESPN Plus subscription, and I had to call customer service. And the woman was like, "Did you see that knockout?" And I was like, "What? No. no. Yeah, yeah." So I I looked it up while I was on the phone with her, and I was like, "That was incredible." And she was like, "Do you sure do you want to cancel your subscription?" And I was like, "No, I don't." So, and I did it. I did it. Oh my it. god, that's a good. She's a hell of a salesperson. She was awesome. She was awesome. She totally talked me into it. I was like, "She needs a raise." And it was like the night before. It was like a trick that she uses all the time. She was like, oh, I'm sorry to hear you want to cancel. All right, well, let me look into that. Check She's out like, this oh, video. Yeah, she was like, oh, by the way, did you see the three-second knockout? And I was like, no. And I watched it. And I was like, all right, Done. never mind. Never mind, madame. <laughs> I'm a loyal customer again. There you go. It was impressive. Um, quickly, because yes. we, I know we should end on that, but because this is technically a gambling podcast. Oh. And I did, I did want your advice because you've been an advice guru of late. Okay. The Open Championship Golf Tournament starts oh Thursday, I believe, okay. right? or Friday. Uh, um, it doesn't matter. DraftKings is doing an interesting thing, though, on this one. And I love golf bets, and I know I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> but uh, it's, a, it's a weird time of year. Sure. So There's nothing can, else to gamble on. So you, Exactly. And golf is a fun one. Okay. You can pick a winner, top five, or top ten on any golfer. Ooh. Yeah. It makes it fun, right? Okay. So – so I have a theory. I have lo- bet and lost on Francisco Molinari three times. Francesco. But by, but, by, but by law of averages, if I stay with him, I should eventually <laughs> hit, right? Well, I'm not sure that's how law of averages work necessarily. By law of averages. <laughs> if I understand law of averages, which is still a couple weeks away in my calendar, so I don't fully understand it. But by law of averages, the way I understand it, Francisco Molinari should hit. He is plus 650 to be top five. Oh. Uh, he's plus 3,500 or 3,300 to win the whole thing. I don't count on him having now lost money on him multiple times. But I feel like maybe a top five finish is another question. Okay. Uh, yeah. What? So let me give you the leaderboard. He's not even in the top ten. The leaderboard is R- Rory McIlroy. Uh, he's plus 900 to win, plus 225 to top five, which feels like decent money. Brooks Kepka plus 250 to be top five. Uh, guys, Dustin Johnson's plus 400. And, of course, Tiger Woods plus 220 to win, plus 450 top five, and plus 225 top ten. So what are your thoughts on the field? Um, I don't necessarily know, but I, I just, as you were talking, I, I, I looked Molinari up. On some odds, yeah. on Odd Shark, actually, and a little article about the Open and betting on the Open. Yeah. Apparently, oh, cool. Francesco Molinari is the reigning Open championship from last season. Here we go. A proven victor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, the article goes on to say, it says he's not the red-hot form he was a year ago, but is always a smart play when the PGA Tour heads to Europe. The Italian has fared well in two of the three majors this year, posting a tie top five at the Masters and top sixteen at the U.S. Open. So, so I think I think Molinari plus six fifty is where I'm going to go, and I think I'm going to do a, a Tiger Woods, yeah, uh, Tiger Woods 
probably just to win a little cash on just to win because he he either does excellent or he fucking shit the yeah bed. or he's not gonna make the cut or something i think right, right. exactly yeah so those i think that's probably where my gut lies is those two bets okay uh, i like it i think so, i think why not let's go with that so you'll find me at the rivers casino tonight placing those bets uh if anyone wants to stop by okay uh, <laughs> the only other one i would say is i think brooks kepka uh the american golfer has finished really high in all of uh, the majors this season and stuff and has been playing well this year. So he's another one who maybe like, maybe that's a top five or a top 10 bet. Maybe well, a top top 10 isn't that much money. It's plus plus one twenty five, but a top five is plus two fifty, which is seems like pretty good money. Okay. I like that. Kepka has uh, now I'll, finished first or second in four of the last five majors and has two top tens at, in, at the open in his last three appearances. I'm going to play step bet for you. I'm going to play, I'm going to put a little scratch on that in your name. Okay. Obviously, Send me the money, but it'll. I'll put a little sure. KM next to it, so I know that when you come to town, I owe you that money. Great, uh, great. <laughs> all right. Uh, and unfortunately, my Atlanta Hawks did not win the uh, summer league. No. I, they took nearly dead last, but so did the Knicks. So that was the other two I was giving bet <laughs> So I was bad, but I was also bad. I mean, who saw the Grizzlies coming though? You know, so I, it's it's a it just goes to prove if you're betting on summer league, you're <sighs> the biggest yeah. asshole. Uh, And on that note, I think we should uh, get the fuck out of here. Chris, I gotta go. Arrivederci. Ciao. Have have fun in Italy. If you see a uh, Francisco Molinari jersey, pick one up for me. I definitely will. All right. Peace out. All right, man. Bye.